0: We welcome you to the I Believe in Jesus program. We thank God that we are able to be on the air with you. We thank the Lord for all of the believers around the nation. We give God praise, honor, and glory. For Jesus is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We are excited about the coming year of 2010. Who knows, maybe this is the year that the Lord will return. We don't know, church, but we need to be rapture ready because our King Jesus is on the throne. He is the awesome God, the one and only true God. He is awesome. So today I want to bring to you the word of God about God. Jesus Christ, the the King of all kings and the Lord of lords, and I want to lift his name up today. And I believe that all those that hear the written word of God that know Jesus will just have to say amen at the end of the teaching, because their spirit will witness with the truth. And we pray that if anyone listening to this broadcast doesn't know Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior, that before the end of the program, that they certainly would repent of their sins and accept Him into their heart to be their Lord and their Savior. The first scripture I'm going to read to you comes from the Word of God out of Second Chronicles chapter 6, where King Solomon is saying a prayer of dedication to the temple of God that is just built for the Lord Jesus Christ's glory. It's in verse 14, and it says, And said, O Lord God of Israel, there is no God like you in the heaven nor in the earth, which keepeth covenant and shows mercy unto his servants that walk before you with all their hearts. Now Solomon is telling the Lord that there is no God like him in heaven or in earth, which keeps covenant and shows mercy to his servants that walk before him with all their hearts. Now he is saying to us that his God, his Lord Jesus, the same Jesus that we serve, the same Jesus that we recognize as Lord and all powerful, that there is absolutely no other God that compared to him. There may be people today that are listening to this broadcast that serve another God. Solomon didn't say that there weren't other gods that people had formed, but he said there's only one living true God, the creator of the heaven and the earth, and that there is no God that mankind is made up and conjured up and calls a God that is really real. All other gods are false. They're man-made. There's only one all-powerful God. AND HE CREATED HEAVEN AND HE CREATED EARTH, AND ALL POWER BELONGS TO HIM. THE WORD OF GOD IS TRUE, THE WORD OF GOD IS WRITTEN, AND he, JESUS IS THE KING OF HIS KINGDOM. AND WE ARE THOSE THAT HAVE ACCEPTED JESUS CHRIST AS OUR PERSONAL SAVIOR. WE ARE HIS DISCIPLES AND WE ARE HONORED TO BE A PART OF THE KINGDOM OF GOD. The kingdom of God is recognized in the word of God in many different ways. And in Luke one thirty-seven, it says that there is simply nothing impossible with this God. And this God is Jesus Christ. He has many different names in the Bible, but we recognize the name above all names. The initial name of our God is Jesus Christ. When it calls him the wonderful counselor, the uh, prophet Isaiah called him, still talking about Jesus. Amen. Many other names meaning Jesus. Jesus, I believe in Jesus, and Jesus has been given many other names in the word of God. And he is initially the God Solomon was speaking about. And he declared in his prayer, as we should as Christians, there's no other God like our God. No other God that man has conjured up can even begin to compare with the all-powerful God. Nothing is impossible with Jesus Christ. Hear the word of God today. Nothing is impossible with Jesus. Now that's very encouraging, glory to God. Very, very, very encouraging to his people. We want to shout, we want to run when we begin to meditate on the God that we serve and that he has released through authority in his name this all-powerful a Holy Spirit that indwells us, and power belongs to God, and we just rejoice that we are part of Him. In Mark nine twenty three, Jesus said it Himself while He walked here on earth, and it's written in the Word of God quoted what he said, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that does believe. Now, the power belongs to God, but when you get saved and you accept Jesus Christ, that power comes and infills your life. As a believer, you are not weak. Uh, Many of you out there listening are going through tribulation tests. You're being tried. Some of you are being so persecuted that you're even running for your own lives. And this broadcast is reaching you by shortwave radio or by access to the Internet. Some of you that are in prisons, I I pray that some way, somehow, you can get a hold of a shortwave radio, if not, my Lord, someone that knows you, my Lord Jesus Christ, someone that knows you is going to hear the broadcast, and it's going to bring faith, greater faith into them than they already have, to pray for those that are held in prisons, and we're praying for you, and I pray that the body of Christ, full of the power of their God, rises up, comes out of themselves, and begins to yield themselves, and that power to pray, Oh, the Holy Ghost! He prays with power. He doesn't pray weak prayers. He prays prayers of faith, uh, prayers of power. And that power is released in the heavenlies. And the incense of the prayers of the saints comes up into the throne room of God. And, and that God releases. God Almighty hears those prayers. His Word of God promises that He answers the prayers. He, he answers before we even speak. And we serve an all-powerful God. He knows what needs to be done and as he receives those prayers that you're praying for those that are destitute and in poverty and in famine, of those of his own children around the world being highly persecuted for the gospel's sake. He is going to answer those prayers. He's going to give them grace to make it to the end of their race. And when they make it to the end, he's going to open his arms and he's going to receive them into his everlasting kingdom in heaven. What a glorious day that will be. But we are not a powerless people because the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ dwells within us. He has given us power to overcome all sin. He has given us power to heal all manner of sickness and disease. He has given us power to cast out demons. He has empowered us with gifts of miracles and healings. He has given us his power to lay hands on blind eyes and they will be open. He's given his people his power to open deaf ears. Power to make the lame walk. Power to walk on water. We have the power within us to speak to mountains and they will be moved. We have the power, oh, in Jesus' name to overcome all our enemies. And by no means shall any of our enemies hurt us. We have the power to speak life into others' lives. We have the power to speak the word of God with authority. And the conviction of God will come through the speaking of that word and anything that he purposes it to fulfill. We are not a powerless people like the world would want to make us think. The power of the written word is our sword. The grace of God is our strength and it's all powerful. The power of God comes in the form of his love. It is a love that can love its worst enemy. It is a power to pray for those that despitefully use us. It is a power to claim the promises of God. Knowing that he is the covenant keeping God. That Solomon spoke about in the scripture that I read at the beginning of this program. We have the power. Power to forgive those that highly offend us. We have the power of God reigning in us. Oh, so, glory to God to, to praise Him, to worship Him in the midst of trials and tribulations. We have the power that Paul wrote about in Ephesians chapter 1, verses 19 and 20. It says, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe? I'm talking to the church. I'm talking to the believers today around the world uh, you have this exceeding great power of Jesus Christ working in you according to the working of his mighty power it is not a weak power remember Luke 137 describes the power of God it says nothing's impossible with God nothing's impossible with Jesus Christ he gave us authority in his name to overcome all darkness amen because of what he did on the cross verse 20 when he says which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places far above all principality power and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this world but also in that which is to come and he Jesus has put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church which is his body the fullness of him that filleth all in all. You are not a powerless church. You are the church of Jesus Christ. If you have been born again by faith in what Jesus has done and who he is. You are not weak. Don't hang your head down. He is the lifter of your head. Don't look at who you are or you will be defeated. Look at who you are in Christ. And you will be more than conquerors in Jesus Christ. I send the word of God to the church around the world today to encourage you to remind you of the power of God to raise the dead that same power that raised Christ Jesus Christ over 2000 years ago from the dead that power lies within the church of Jesus Christ I bind the enemy that says you are weak I bind up the powers of darkness that that tries to make you see yourself as a human being yes we are in this flesh but it is no longer us that liveth but it is Christ who liveth in us we are the children of God we are the children of the most high God we are the royal priesthood we are the ones that are clothed with Christ's humility we are the ones that are clothed with Christ's righteousness we know and declare that we are not weak that we are not defeated that our God is alive that we as Solomon prayed so many years ago to go serve a God that is like no other God on the face of the earth he is the only one he is a living and true God and I speak to you to rise up church of Jesus Christ awaken out of your sleep awaken out of your slumber get up draw the sword know who you are in Jesus go forth and proclaim the good news to a lost and dying world you don't need books you don't need programs you need the power of the Holy Ghost, and as you submit to Him, He shall blossom in your life, He shall bring you from faith to faith, and glory to glory, submit yourself more every day, come out of yourself, separate yourself from the world, oh, touch not the unclean thing, and rise up, that power of God to raise the dead is still in the body of Christ, for in Ephesians 1 and 3, Apostle Paul also spoke and reminded us of what we've been given. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who had blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Hallelujah! I am blessed. You are blessed if you are born again. Hallelujah! You are blessed because the Holy Ghost of Jesus Christ lives in you. First Peter 2 and 9 says it this way, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priest to it. A holy nation. A peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. He has called you out. You are chosen. You're a going to be a peculiar people in this world, because your joy isn't like the joy of the Lord, your peace isn't like the peace of the world, and your righteousness is from a divine nature, it's not out of self, you're not uh, powerful in the fact that you might call yourself a pretty good person, Jesus said to Philip, there is, why do you call me good, because there is no one good except God. He was telling Philip, if you're going to call me a good man, then you're recognizing me as God because every human being falls short of the glory of God. We're all in our flesh as filthy rags. So we need to see, church, ourselves uh, in the Spirit of the Lord. Uh, recognize the power of God dwells within us. Rise up uh, and become. allow the Holy Spirit to, to cause you to be like Christ that's our goal in this life church that should be our goal not to preach the best sermon not to sing the best song with the greatest anointing but to become more like Christ and that's going to cost you something it's going to cost you everything just like it cost Jesus Christ on that cross and then remember that he has blessed you with all spiritual blessings that means everything in the life of Christ is in you through the divine nature of Jesus himself. If you're born again, Jesus dwells in your heart and also the Holy Spirit of Jesus dwells within you and he will lead you into truth and it will be he that works in your life. Many that I'm speaking to are bound up, you're bound, still bound to the world. Many of God's people have not yielded enough to become sanctified hallelujah, many of you are walking in the flesh when you should be walking in the Spirit. Many of you were born again, but you never grew up. You don't even understand the chapters of Romans 6, 7, and 8, where we are to be crucified with Christ. The power that I'm talking to you about today will not manifest when you walk after self and not after the Spirit of God. Many of the church have watered down the gospel. They won't preach against sin. They won't disciple their people. They'll pet them. They'll coddle them. They'll call them Christ's disciples when they don't even act or behave like they're striving to allow the work of the Holy Ghost to be done in their lives. It is time, men and women of God, if any leaders in the kingdom of God are listening to this program, it is time that we repent. It is time that the leaders of the churches, the fivefold ministry, get down on the altar and begin to weep and repent and turn from walking after the flesh themselves and compromising and preaching the gospel for money. It's time where the church of Jesus Christ needs to be taught and unleashed compromising gospel the same gospel Jesus Christ taught he said you must deny yourself in order to even be able to pick up the cross and follow me he has not changed the way that you are recognized as a disciple it is by your behavior being like Christ it is by you and I being willing to deny our flesh come out of ourselves and follow the true gospel of Jesus Christ. Get rid of the world. The word of God, 1 John says, the great apostle, the revelator John said that, oh my my, if we love the world, we're not a friend of God. Now that'll cut, that'll begin to divide asunder the soul and the spirit within every one of us. How much are you still a friend of the world? Jesus said, if you're a friend of the world you don't love the Father and the of the Father is not even in you. We cannot serve two masters, Jesus said. Where are we, church? Where are we? We need to hear the Word of God. We need to hear the truth of God around the world. I thank God for this door that's open to speak truth. I thank God that it's not I that speaketh, but the Spirit of God in me. I thank God that it's doing the work and all those that want the truth you know we're not in this to merchandise the gospel we're not asking you to send us money I want to send you the word I want to send you the greatest gift that I could ever give you I'm not after your money silver and gold I have not but I have Jesus and that's what I'm sending you I'm sending you the truth because in the spirit of God I love of mankind. We can't uh, be in God and not love the sinner. We hate the sin. We speak to the sin. We rebuke them for the sin, but we love them enough to tell them there's hope, there's truth, and then raise them up to know how to continue to walk in the things of God. In church, I speak again to the pastors and the fivefold evangelists. Stop. Toiling with the stiff-necked and the rebellious. And feed those that want to learn. Feed the church, the real church, the people that are teachable. We've been too distracted, so many of us, too distracted with those that pretend to want it, but they never do it. They can spend five years teaching them, and they still don't do it. Uh, Jesus is about to change the leadership in the body of Christ. uh, And he's going to bring down the hirelings, uh, and he's going to raise up uh, those that are ministering the full and nothing but the truth, and some of you out there that are listening, you're shouting right now. Because you've been waiting to hear a message. Well, I don't mention my name because I don't want you to know my name. I want you to know the name of Jesus Christ. That's who I come to lift up. I'm just an earthen clay vessel and I belong to God, hallelujah, I'm just His child, like if you're born again, you're His child, I'm His servant, I'm a subject in His kingdom, and I thank God for this opportunity to tell you again before the closing of the broadcast that Jesus Christ is the all-powerful God. Your government has not got power greater than Jesus Christ. I don't care who the king is of your nation. I don't care who says they're the president of a nation. We respect the office. But I'm here, and I will tell them face to face, in respect, Jesus Christ has power and authority over him or her. There is no one greater, Solomon said, than my God. He's the God of the heavens and the earth. He has full power because Jesus Christ, he created all things. If you don't know my Jesus, I want to pray for you right now as I close. I pray, Lord, for the lost. I pray for everyone that may not know who you are, who I'm even talking about. I pray, Lord, that they feel your presence. I pray, Lord Jesus, that they know That they've heard truth, that the spirit, their conscience, Lord, has been pricked by the authority of your word. And I pray, Lord, that they'll just bow their heads and say, Lord Jesus, forgive me for not believing you. Forgive me for serving another God and believing that that was a God a true God. Oh that they repent of of, of all their sins. Uh, and Lord I thank you that when they do your word says in 1 John 1 9 that when they confess their sins you will be faithful and just to forgive them. And I thank you God that they're accepting Jesus Christ into their heart right now. And then Lord I pray for the church that has listened to this message. I thank you God that despair has been broken. Lack of Faith has been repented of. I bind all doubt and unbelief that attacks the body of Christ to steal our faith. I bind it up in the name of Jesus. And I loosen, I loosen and increase measure of hunger and desire and strength to the body of Christ lift up your head Jesus is the lifter of that head speak the word of God and as you obey the word your authority increases because you become more like him I thank you for listening and we love you we're praying for all our brothers and sisters in the body of Christ around the world just hold on because you're going to get healed you're going to get delivered God is going to be there he will never leave you he'll never forsake you and he's given you the grace I just release in the name of Jesus an increased measure of grace to the body of Christ. We're going to make it we're going to make it. We're going to make it. And one day in glory, I'll meet you. And we'll know one another by the Spirit. And I give God praise, honor, and glory. Keep serving Him. Don't bend in 2010. Don't waver in 2010. You remain steadfast. You don't move from your faith. When the winds blow, you let Jesus make you by that, like that tree planted by the water. Don't you bend out of fear. Don't you bend when the enemy comes cuz he's coming but we declare in the name of Jesus, our shield of faith will be up. He is already defeated. Don't forget that the enemy is already defeated. His future's written. Satan's going to be chained in the pit of hell. Hallelujah, in a pit. And we thank God for the end of the story where the overcomers are going to reign with Jesus Christ. You got a lot to look forward to, church. Jesus is coming. Glory to God. Walk in the love of God. And we'll be with you again, Lord willing, next week. God bless you.